0: Today, we've got our first seller on the show, who's never even used Helium 10, plus the host of a podcast that is fully run by Amazon itself. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you looking to learn how to sell on Amazon? The Freedom Ticket course made by Kevin King is one of the most popular courses ever created for Amazon sellers. It's got over 90 modules and 40 hours of detailed step-by-step training to help get you started on your entrepreneurial journey. Now, this course costs $997, but Helium 10 actually covers that cost of the course for any Helium 10 member. Find out why tens of thousands of students love this program by going to h10.me forward slash Freedom Ticket. Don't forget that if you do sign up for a Helium 10 account, don't pay full price. Use our podcast discount code SSP10 to save 10% off for life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Series Seller's Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is actually a special show here because we've got um, Amazon themselves, another podcast, but literally from Amazon here, on the podcast and we've got another amazon seller so i'm so happy that we are are um here's only the second time we've ever had somebody from amazon uh, on the podcast and you know we've got thousands and thousands of listeners and so you can kind of like flip the script a little bit now we're, we're gonna we're gonna put amazon in the spotlight but we've got an amazon seller who doesn't use helium 10 for the first time ever potentially potentially on the show this is great you know to, to, to talk to somebody who who's had to scale up uh on their own and we've got somebody who talks a lot to other Amazon sellers due to uh, her podcast. So, Andrea and uh, Rod, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having us. No pressure on the Amazon side.
0: None, none at all. <laughs> Thanks now, for having me. Now, Rod, you you just said while we were off air here, you're from uh, De, uh or you're in Des Moines right now. Yes, yes. The company is based in Des Moines, uh, and
2: I have my business partner to blame for that, uh, his life choices. <laughs> okay, no so I was about to, that, was,
0: that was my second question. Is, is that where you were born and raised, or, or no. I'm assuming not then?
2: No, born and raised uh, about 30 minutes outside of Chicago uh, in, in a small city uh, called Gary, Indiana.
0: And then is that where you went to like high school? Um
2: yeah, yeah. Born and raised there. Okay. Um, and then uh, eventually uh, traveled south to Bloomington, Indiana, where I earned my bachelor's from Indiana University.
0: So you're a Hoosier.
2: Yes. Hoosier, Hoosier, through and through.
0: OK, through and through. All right. Uh, today, what about you? Like, where where, where were you? Uh, where are you right now? And then where were you kind of where do you grow up?
1: I am right now I'm living in Houston, Texas, and I am a Texas girly. I was born at the border of Brownsville, Texas, lived on the Mexican side of it till I was till I left to college at 17. So I'm Mexican-American at heart, very daughter of a two immigrants. And but at the same time, I'm a Texas girly. So I'm a little bit of both. (laughs)
0: Tex-Mex, you said you went to college at 17. Where did you uh, where did you end up going?
1: I went to New York at Columbia University for my undergrad, which was like a huge culture shock for me coming from a relatively small city slash town and then going to this like epicenter of like everyone mm-hmm. lives there almost.
0: Let's switch back to uh, to Rod here. What was your main like like first career? Like what did you study uh, there in, in college? And then did you actually use that, you know, uh, as soon as you got out?
2: Yeah, uh, so I, I studied criminal justice, uh, or at least that's what the paper says. Um, but I, I started my career out actually in fundraising. Um, huh. I got a job on campus uh, working for our call center, aka interrupting people's dinners, asking them for. The oh, you're one of those, huh? to, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and you know, it was more. It was better than working in fast food or working, sure, you sure. know, as a server. Like I can sit down and I can run my mouth. This sounds like the perfect perfect job, and um, ultimately nobody can throw the
0: food right in your face or anything like that. okay, (laughs) there there we go, there we go.
2: Uh, and then just continue to um, use those those skills that, that I acquired in undergrad uh, to build a professional career as a fundraiser for different um, academic institutions as well as uh, hospital organizations. So you know, I had an opportunity to, uh, or a ton of opportunities, to speak with people from all walks of life uh, and, and talk about how these different institutions really um, propelled their personal and professional lives and, uh, you know, presenting them with the opportunity to invest in people to have that same experience was was pretty
0: rewarding okay all right excellent excellent and and today what what, what about you did you enter right into your your field of of study right away
1: not really similar to, to rod here the paper says i studied a double major in political science slash international law but i also double majored in theater directing so i feel like at the end of the day it's all theater isn't it I feel yeah. <laughs> so but that took me to journalism I think that right now what I'm doing is much more tied to my master's degree than my undergrad but it's it's all the same you learn how to tell stories
0: okay all right so is this kind of like you know working for Amazon your first entry into like the e-commerce um side of side of things
1: absolutely my background was much more into nonprofits, so this was very new to me yeah
0: Okay. All right. All right. So interesting. Interesting. I, I, lo- I love hearing that because um, the perspective of somebody who who doesn't you know hasn't been ten years and, and in the e-commerce and might be already biased and and, and jaded you know of certain things you know is always a fresh per- perspective to have. Now, now, Rod, uh, going back to you, how did you get in? You know, it's one jump from your major to what you ended up doing. It's another jump to go into selling products online. From fundraising, so so, where did that segue happen?
2: Yeah, you know, as rewarding as that fundraising career was, uh, I just really reached a point where I had had to take some self inventory. And ask myself, am I being fulfilled on, on all fronts and, and really at the most important fronts to me? So while I'm connecting these people back to, you know, their their passions, my passions weren't necessarily being addressed. And that was helping people who had uh, similar circumstances to overcome that I did. Um, and, and, and so to that point, um, my, my friend that I grew up with in Gary, Indiana, was having those same conversations, right? Where mm. it's like, you know, is this is this the, the end all be all for me? Do I want to continue to use myself? skills to uh to to grow someone else's dream or, or can i use that to, to leverage something that's really important to me and um you know we were Throwing a, a few things back and forth to each other, and uh, what we realized is that we can use something that fueled us to to fuel those passions, and and that thing w- was coffee. Um, so as you know, that that idea became uh, more and more a, a, of a reality. Um, the the easiest, or, or rather, I say that the path that had the fewest barriers of entry was going yeah. to ecom, right? So mm-hmm. you can have your brick and mortar space, and you can have you know profound impact in your community or um you can make your 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 product and and rather our social impact mission more accessible uh to to millions of people by Mm -hmm. way of e-com so that was uh it it was it was intentional um and really it was the path of least resistance that led us there
0: okay interesting now uh were you hired at amazon for the podcast or 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 were you have you been doing other things there
1: I was hired specifically for the podcast and it's very nice to hear Rod again because he was in one of our first episodes of season one. Oh. He believed in us before yeah. we had even launched of This it. Is Small Business. And I solely dedicate my time here at Amazon to telling small business owner stories.
0: Let's talk about the how the, this got started. The the pod, When did it start? Uh, what was the, you know, kind of like the... Uh, the thoughts there at Amazon of why they needed something like this. And if you just, you know, talk a little about the history and then re re mention you, you just mentioned it, but, but if you can mention again, the name of the podcast, everybody can, can take out their phones and make sure to um, subscribe to it right now while they're listening to this one.
1: Yes, of course. So the podcast is this is small business and it's hosted by me and we produced this is small business because we understood that as an aspiring entrepreneur, and Rod, maybe you can also talk to this later, but like there's a lot you're learning along the way. And the more I talk to small business owners, the more I realize how it's a lot of things are new and you have to learn a little bit about everything. And especially if you're someone who's starting their first business, you you don't really know what you don't know. Right. So we wanted to make sure that we had something inspirational, but also easy to listen to and on the go. And that's why podcasting was the best way to go for us right now. And I think that this is small business serves us two things. So it's an accessible educational resource for aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also a great way to celebrate and highlight small business stories, which before I started working on this, I feel like we didn't hear about a lot of these stories, we hear more about like these h- bigger brands that have made it and like have become household names. But a lot of the small business owners who are in this journey, they want to hear from people who are either going through what they're going with through right yep. now or are have just passed that right and they're barely starting to learn what it is to build a small business and so on the podcast we of course cover hot topics and challenges that small business owners face every day and then we end every episode with key lessons that I think all small business owners can use on their journey
0: I like it I like it all right now yeah. rod what how, how did it what would you think this is obviously not your first podcast because you're were, you're were on on, <laughs> on this is small business first like what well, some people are reluctant i think to kind of like tell their story and it's really funny like i'm not sure how involved you are with the amazon community but it's really weird that i mean in the outsider's opinion uh, i'm not an outsider but like when i tell this to other people they just don't understand like a lot, a lot of people at helium 10 here work uh or or don't come from an amazon background and what's really weird to them is that amazon sellers they're so private a lot of them are private like you you have uh you know a party of uh, you know 300 amazon sellers 290 of them don't even want you to know what category they sell in because they're like, Oh no, no. They, they think that maybe they're going to get, you know, attacked uh, by, by hijack, you know, listing hijackers or, or something, you know? So that, that's, that's kind of like a, a little culture shock at, in the Amazon world. But you like, are, are you, you're, you're pretty much open with your brand. Like did you, did you talk about it with, um, today on her, on her show?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, that- you know, we are in the for-profit business <laughs> while yeah. I have a, a, a non-profit background. Um, you know, Black and Bold exists to uh, make a profit and, and participate in community economics. And, and the only way that we are going to welcome more people into that ecosystem to, to drive our passion to uh, of helping kids in need is to talk about it. I right. Love it. And And the, the thing that's most authentic to us is our story. You know, we, we know that um, there are others that can relate, whether it be our background, whether it be our entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. and, and dealing with the the, the turbulent times <laughs> that are that are inevitable, um, and and the successes successes, excuse me, um, that come along with it. We we felt as though that was. Um, it, it needed to be heard. Right. That that's what inspired us to even jump into entrepreneurship where other people's stories. Right. You know, generically, you can point to something like a shark tank and you hear all of these entrepreneurs that have amassed some success in their their relative, their, their communities. And, and they're looking for that boost. You know, that that's that's inspiring. Right. That's the yeah. uh, American dream. And we wanted to participate um, in, in inspiring the next generation of business owners and just career professionals.
0: Yeah. Now, speaking, you know, speaking, you know, since you are open with it, let me, let me just share, share my screen really quick for everybody to see. I'm looking at one of your listing pages right here and, and you talked about, you know, your your story and like you're literally using the brand story section uh, on an Amazon listing. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't. Uh, you, you have got here, meet the founders and you talk a little bit about your your goals here. You know, like, um, you know, uh, it says you create this company with a desire to unite coffee and tea. Lovers worldwide, I, I've got my, my my tea here, by the way, I'm not <laughs> drinking coffee, but I, I go coffee sometimes. And then it says common interest of investing community, especially for, or specifically for uh, youth. Now, sometimes I think Amazon sellers out there who, who do have a brand story or, or decide to kind of like weave in a story here, they start with the product first. And then after a while they're successful. All right, all right let me go ahead and start talking about the founders and let me talk, let's talk about our mission. But I, I could be wrong here. It seems to me like with what you're saying here, like you almost had the mission first and the story first, and then you you kind of like develop your brand around that. Would I be... Kind of on the right path. That there? is
2: that is one hundred percent accurate. You must have uh, bugs. You must have our, our place <laughs> bug essentially. But uh, you know, yeah, that, that's what we did. It, it was certainly mission first, and, and the product is more of a vehicle to um, to, to help elevate and, and propel that mission. Um, and like I mentioned, you know, we just looked at our own daily habits. We drink coffee and tea. I, I traveled a lot for work. You know, meeting with different donors. And where do you set up shop when you're on the road? In a coffee shop, you go to a Starbucks, you go to someplace that has cheap Wi-Fi, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and you get mm-hmm. your work done. And, you know, I had a, a real affinity for the, the, the community, uh, the coffee community and how welcoming it was. And we were like, ha, that. That's going to be the the vehicle that that drives this social impact mission. That's that's really core and and keen to our DNA. So yeah, you couldn't be more spot on by saying it was mission first and then coffee. So as you know the as our company continues to grow, we don't talk as much about our story. That that's our foundation, and it is mm-hmm. more about the product experience and how there are differentiators between us and other indie brands and other more household names. And and we're giving great response right we're getting uh, an, an even more uh, an even deeper affinity from those that are already in our community and and they're telling other people and and, and it's just continuing to grow in a real organic and, and rapid fashion so uh, i i think that we um you know looking hindsight chose the right path um you know to to you know get those people that are um lifelong fans
0: yeah. Now, how, how much do you think that's helped you? You know, like I, I'm, a, you know, I, I see that you have you've got your own website too. I'm assuming you you might have social media out there or or ways to communicate with your customer or, or even on Amazon. Like, like do you get messages from people where it's like, hey, man, you know, I love your story or or really resonated with me. Where you kind of get the vibe like, I bet you that. At the beginning, they, they probably had three or four different coffees they were gonna they, they had to choose from. They had, they had no idea what your brand was. But when they they start learning about you, they're like, you know what, I'm gonna go with this one. You know, you think you could say that that, that there's a certain you know percentage of your customers who, who that's definitely resonating. Maybe that's the reason they're even your customer.
2: Absolutely, right. So there there are many uh, reasons why people rock with our brand, right? Whether it be because we have a great product. Um, it could be the fact that we give back to the community um but w- you know one thing that that certainly is also true is the fact that there's a um there's a, a relatability between us and, and our consumers right we we didn't come from coffee uh Pernell and I my, my business partner you know we just had an affinity for coffee and tea in fact I didn't even drink coffee before starting the business so similar to you I would have it every now and again right know mm-hmm. so i was I was more of a, a of a tea guy and being um vulnerable if you will even if That that's vulnerable, but being vulnerable and sharing that and and letting people uh, see how we were able to, you know, uh, learn as we built this business, that uh, is something that people... um, you know stop us and, and tell us about all the time whether it be when we go to a farmer's market or you know if we're at a conference or wherever we are and people are familiar with our brand uh, you can guarantee that someone says hey this, this inspired me thank you because uh, I I too didn't know a lot about coffee I'm intimidated by walking into a coffee shop because I don't know what's the difference between a light medium and dark roast and because you I don't know what's to, the
0: difference I'll tell you that yeah. right now <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I I can nerd out if you want me to because I've learned so much in, in the five years that we've' uh, We've had our business. But, um, you know, that just being more human <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and not performative, um, I think that that's always going to resonate and, and cut through the noise.
0: OK. Now, switching back to Andrea, like I was just looking at, at Roz listening here. I saw that he's part of the black owned business program um, and I've actually had I actually had somebody from Amazon. That was the first. See, I, I can't say that you're the first person from Amazon here on the podcast because uh, she came she came on here you know before. And I've actually had some of my uh, listeners in my network who are part of this and talk about the benefits. Now, everybody knows about FBA and everybody knows about PPC and and, and stuff like that. But w- what are, what are some other things that Amazon provides that that you think maybe, you know, have flown under the radar? Some of your favorites.
1: Yeah. So, I there's a lot and through my conversations with Amazon sellers, I've I've come to learn about a lot of new ones. One of, so shameless plug, I will say this is small business. Listen to us. We are a great tool and resource and we're not just educational, but we are inspirational. As Rod has mentioned, we tell great stories like Black and Bold and we also, I think it's, for me, it's pretty cool to be able to help small businesses tell their brand story because it it really changes the game in terms of being memorable and, and having loyal customers. And then going back to what you mentioned with the Black Business Accelerator, that's also a very exciting one that I've learned about a lot because a lot of our guests on the show are part of the Black Business Accelerator and they they have very tailored programs and an experience for for each black owned business that's part of it. So they have from financial assistance through credits and cash investment opportunities, which is great. They have business education and coaching and then marketing and advertising support. So I highly recommend it if you're a black owned business. And then the last one I will say, which is fairly new and that's also why it hasn't uh, been heard of that much yet. But it's the Amazon Small Business Academy. And the reason I'm super excited about this one is because you it's a one-stop shop and you can get a bunch of resources from it regardless if you are selling in the Amazon store or not and everything is free. And I mention that because a lot of people can't believe that the Amazon Small Business Academy has all of those resources for free. And what you do is you get on the site, which is www.smallbusiness.amazon, and you take a free self-assessment. And then based on that self-assessment, they figure out where you are in your business journey, and then they choose a learning track specifically for you. You know, there's live and on-demand trainings, there's Q&As, there's events and podcasts as well, including the This Is Small Business podcasts. And there's more coming soon as well. So highly recommend for anyone wherever they are in their small business journey.
0: Okay, now I think everybody, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure your podcast is is searchable on on any you know podcast player, you know, like uh, you know Spotify and Apple Podcasts and things. But if people want are on a computer and you want to want to take a visual look at some of her uh, episodes, I found it at, at small small business dot com and then you click on that podcast now I, I would i would probably recommend even though i haven't yet that's the first one i'm going to do the very first episode that i'm going to listen to mm-hmm. of yours is episode uh seven here because there's this good looking gentleman and his partner here we're on this uh podcast yes. and, and, and I, I heard they too. have a good story <laughs> uh rod and fernell and here now switching back to rod you know like um one thing i've learned about the black owned business program is that that you can, it's all. It's like you start getting a, uh, an Amazon rep that you can not call, like you got some issues and and something stuck with a listing, or 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 they might call you and say, hey, like I noticed you're not using the brand story. What what are some of the benefits that you have experienced by being part of this program, uh, on the Amazon uh, on the Amazon side? Like like how have you been helped? That maybe if you did if you weren't part of this program, you might have been stuck or it might have been harder at least to to fix uh, figure something out.
2: Yeah. um, So I'll double click on what Andrea has said. um, And and that's just having a a program that's tailored to where you are in your journey, and, and having someone that is invested in your success, right? So we we meet with our um, with our person <laughs> um, rather frequently, um, whether we're initiating uh, those calls or, or or he's reaching out to say, hey, have you thought about this? Here's a new program. Here's an opportunity to be among other sellers. There just uh, is a plethora of, of resources that we otherwise uh, would have no knowledge of, right? So again, uh, an, an earlier statement was. You don't know what you don't know. And, um, you know, we've been able to peel back a lot of the layers of Amazon by way of participating in the Black Business Accelerator uh, so much. So um, it's been so helpful that um, Pernell, my business partner, actually now sits on um, the advising uh, the advisory team for the Black Business Accelerator. So, um, just by way of uh, you know, staying connected and, and trying to find additional ways for us now to be helpful for uh, earlier stage um, small businesses. Um, you know that 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 opportunity presented itself. So again, just. We, we we love it, and we want to continue to be um, a part of both ends. You know, being uh, resourceful as, as well as um, using the resources that that are within it.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Now, I don't have access to your numbers, but you know, using Helium ten, I can kind of see that you know the estimated number of sales you're doing, you're in, and you can see how many reviews you've got. You're you're definitely doing you're definitely six. You know, I would call you successful on Amazon. So there might be listeners out there who just starting out. You know, and and are wondering what are if, if you had to to think of you know maybe two or three things that either a specific thing like a specific strategy you're using or just you know a, a mindset you know kind of a, a aspect of things that that has been a contributor to your success. What what kind of advice would you give to newer sellers out there? Gosh,
2: that's such a loaded question. Putting you on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, I mean there, there's a lot of different ways, you know, whether um you know you think about the um the the, the storefront itself um and the um, the the image and the, uh, the the message that you want conveyed as soon as someone is um, introduced to your store, and you know, that's something that I, I don't think you should go by the wayside. I think you should place a lot of uh, time and intentionality to make sure that your your images and your descriptors uh, again tell the story that you want um, for your brand. Um, in addition to that. Um, you know, we were not afraid and are not afraid um, to um, advertise on, on Amazon. Uh, there are a lot of different ways that um, we've been able to um, use that strategy or use, a, use strategies within the paid um, ad function uh, to, to welcome more people into our ecosystem. And, um, you know, that's, that, that's also something that people, I think, shy away from. But um, there are resources out there that can help guide those that may be a little bit more novice um, and and throwing up paid ad
0: okay well, what about you Andre you know you've talked to you know a number of of sellers yourself you know due to the podcast any any traits that they have or, or common themes or you like you know hey th- th- this is what helped them get uh, to where they are apart from what uh, uh, Rod mentioned
1: I think one of the things that we cover across episodes that I would tell small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs who are barely starting out if you don't have a strong why, you, you're there, you're only going to get so far when you try to communicate what your brand stands for and what your vision is to your customers. So I think that in order to be memorable, to connect and to inspire, have a strong brand story, understand why you're doing what you're doing. And I think through that, you will inevitably be able to bring along the right type of customer for you for a lifelong journey. And it doesn't matter if you change or not. And as an example, one of the small business owners I speak to actually talks about how they had to completely rebrand, change the name of their business. And a lot of customers had a couple of issues with that because they were so tied. It was part of their identity almost. That it's like taking part of their identity away. And that's because they had such a strong brand story. It was more than just a name. It was more than just a product. It's who you are. So if I could tell that to any you know, small business owner, it would be that. Have a strong brand story. And then the second thing tied to that is choose carefully who you surround yourself with, who is part of your team. Because that that will have a lot to do with how successful your business ends up being.
0: Okay, cool. Now, going back to Raj, are you uh, sending outside traffic at all to, you know, to bring them to Amazon? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I just assumed that you had social media um, or, or, you know, do you send most people to your yeah. website or, or what's your outside? You know, obviously the, the biggest advantage of Amazon is you've got this existing traffic, a bunch of people who are already searching for these, you know, keywords related to your product and, and you can take advantage of it. But we know Amazon loves outside traffic too. So how, how are you, how are you getting new yeah. eyes uh, to your, to your listings?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we've been fortunate enough to, to build uh, a couple of subscriber lists, whether it be email or SMS. Um, and at given points, whether it be around Prime Day or other promo times, um, you know, we'll send um, or send out communication, letting people know about those um, opportunities that that exist on Amazon. I don't have a direct breakdown as to how mm-hmm. often that happens, but it's, again, in alignment with our promo strategy. Um, uh yeah, that, that was something that we didn't do at first. Um, in, in full transparency, you know, the well, we would only drive to. Um, our website, or to our brick and mortar retail partners, but um, we recognize that you know uh, we, we wanted to make sure that we give our consumer base as many opportunities as possible uh, to shop our brand. You know, we have a lot of prime customers that uh, exist within those those two subscriber lists, and uh, we wanted to again present to them, um, give them you know the the option that otherwise they probably didn't know about.
0: Okay, nice. Now do you have your own warehouse too like where you fulfill like uh, off off Amazon or, or everything you use like the you know the FBA inventory even to fulfill your website? Uh, yep. sales F- or
2: it's um so we use FBA. Um, uh, we, we do have a, uh, a manufacturing facility here in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, it's grown from uh, my friend's garage uh, to about thirty three thousand square feet um, where we, we produce and manufacture and package all of our, our all of our goods and then we send them to Amazon for them uh, to fulfill those orders there.
0: Nice, nice. Every, everything made in USA.
2: Uh well coffee. Uh there are only two states that actually grow coffee, fun fact. Uh California and Hawaii. Uh coffee otherwise is grown in places that are close to the equator, right? To think about okay. you know, Brazil, Colombia.
0: I don't Ethiopia, know nothing about Rwanda. coffee, so like I, that yeah. might be an ignorant, ignorant question here, but <laughs> no, but no, I, no. I, I, like you like you, I, I'm a tea drinker. Yeah mainly. I but I, I do drink coffee. But it's only for like the caffeine. So like like I actually don't even like the taste of coffee, yeah. but sometimes I'll drink coffee. Oh, so no. So
1: no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> that is unacceptable. Oh, oh no, we, we
0: gotta c co- you see? That always offends like the diehard, you know, that coffee so coffee cool. fans. Is
1: it, did, <laughs> like, you, weren't you not a coffee drinker, Rod? Or
2: Yeah. I um, I wasn't. Um scandalous. and, and I, I certainly that that pendulum has swung dramatically, right? So instead of my, my my chai or my my green jasmine, I have traded it in for a nice fruity aromatic light roast from Ethiopia.
1: Good job, uh, good job.
2: But side <laughs>
0: note: Ethiopian food is my favorite food, even above one one step above Mexican food. But so Ethiopian coffee, I'm sure I like it too. But anyways, one more thing to offend uh Andre here: <laughs> when I drink coffee because I don't like the taste, I dump. Two scoops of protein powder into each coffee uh, because just so I can have a completely change the taste. Why? But I don't think that's like the, uh, that? diehard coffee people would probably get get upset. Uh,
2: yeah, you're, you're giving them heart palpitations <laughs> right that now, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: all right, all right, uh, Andrea. We, we better go back to you. Parting words for you for for our audience. Words of advice, strategies, anything that you could uh, you could uh, share with everybody.
1: Support small businesses just in general. They not only are so incredibly passionate and I have the honor of being able to tell their stories every day, but they have great products just all around. And they're very personalized and they really think about the customer journey and how they can help you. And when you buy the product, you know you're getting a good quality, well thought out product. So do that. And then obviously just... Do some research on all of the Amazon resources offered if you are an aspiring entrepreneur or an early stage business owner, because anything you need there, there is something out there to help you, including, obviously, this is small business.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now, normally at the end of the podcast, I I, I do like like I just like I just did. And I was asking about, you know, y'all strategies, but I'm going to do something completely different since since Rod says he's not using helium 10. Let me just show you just the the some of the power here of, of what we we do. Um, well, while we while you were talking, I just ran one of you, like I'm assuming this is one of your top sellers right here because it comes at the top of your your storefront here, and then I can instantly see where all of the keywords you're ranking for organically, and so I, I could see um, r- right off the bat that hey, you're doing excellent like on your branded terms. You know here like people are are searching black and uh, black and bold coffee uh black and bold just by itself is, is has some search volume and you're ranking high um you're actually ranking for even uh, competitor brands here uh but what's interesting is is you know like there's not a lot of like generic keywords that you might be so what would be cool is i like i I don't know too much about the space i know there's like death wish coffee and and other other ones like that but imagine being able to look at this now like hey go, go to your competitors listing and, and kind of reverse engineer where where are their sales coming from and so you'll be able to do that by seeing where they're showing up for in the organic ranks uh i could see where you're where you're where you're doing some sponsored ranks like uh you're definitely you know targeting your own brand i could see your position three on that one um but bold coffee you know you're showing up there not, not very not very highly but you could just instantly look at any of your competitor listings and see and kind of like reverse engineer their keyword uh, keyword strategy, because like I said, you know, the, it, for me, one of the biggest benefits of Amazon is you just got so much traffic that you know, like fifteen years ago, you had to pay for all all these eyeballs to come onto your your product. You got to pay, you know, cold traffic to come to your listing. With Amazon, you don't have to worry about that because there's just you know millions of people already shopping. So it's like finding out what are the keywords that are relevant to my product, are people searching for, and then you know wh- what's driving the sales of my competitors. So I'm gonna hook you up. With like three months free of Helium 10, and get you started so that you can start doing some research, maybe optimizing your listing a little bit more, maybe targeting some new keywords you haven't before, and let's see if we can't uh, increase those already good sales that, that I that I can see from here. How's that sound?
2: That that sounds amazing, and it's just in time uh, for, uh, as we are celebrating or just celebrated our fifth year anniversary yesterday, right? So this this is uh, I'm going to receive that gift uh, in and fifth honor year anniversary, anniversary.
0: gift black and bowl coffee and then in exchange all I asked for is I noticed that you've got some kind of matcha something I saw it yeah. on your website yes. and, and some of your keywords here that's that's my weakness right there I don't care matcha any I will eat matcha I just spent three weeks in Japan I had matcha things that I didn't even know existed <laughs> um and I don't think it was a matcha coffee yet but there's definitely matcha tea I know so you're gonna have to hook me up with uh, some of that how's that sound?
2: Uh, bartering is is my middle name so <laughs> sounds like a plan.
0: There we go. All right, well, I appreciate both of y'all coming on the uh podcast today and um I'm about to go bi- binge listen is is that a, is that a word binge listen uh, it on is a now. podcast? I'm we about to binge. All right. We're going to make that uh trendy right now. I'm going to go binge listen to this is a uh, small business podcast uh with Andrea here and I'm about to um Partake in, in the black and bold. Uh, black, I, I might j- j- Just to make Andre happy, I, 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 you're going to have to send me some coffee too, some okay. black and bold coffee yeah, too, and, and I'll try and have it unadulterated <laughs> uh, w- try with protein it just powder.
1: Alone, alone. Okay. And then you can add maybe a little coffee if you don't want it that strong. I mean, sorry, a little milk if you don't want it that strong. But keep away, <laughs> let's separate the protein powder and the <laughs> coffee
0: okay all right uh, I'll try my I'll try my best but thanks guys for coming to the podcast it'll be uh, it'd be lovely to like maybe reach out to y'all in, in 2024 to, to see uh to see what's new absolutely thank, thank, you, thank you for, for
1: having, having us. me.